2: You're listening to Two Men in the Mouse, episode 233 on the White Dragon Podcast Network, recorded live on October the 28th, 2021. This is your everyday guide to the magic of Walt Disney World and the larger Disney universe beyond it. My name is Kevin Kessler, and I am joined, as always, by my good buddy, Peter Mandel. Hey, Kev. Hey, Pete. What's going on? Not much. Oh, uh, well, that sounds like a luxury. Uh, folks, we are 2 lifelong <laughs> way-long Disney fanatics, so we've managed to keep the magic of Disney alive in our lives every day, and we want to share that magic with you. So pull up a chair, gather the family, or pop in your favorite set of headphones, and let's experience the magic together. Pete! Kevin. All right. Um, yeah, so been a couple weeks. I was moving. Uh, You've been a, a busy boy. Yes. I was moving to a new house, uh, which, you know, the move went well. I'm here in my new office slash new uh, podcasting studio, which is cool. I've got like a nice backdrop behind me and everything by my desk, in case we ever do like any kind of video content, which we've literally never done. So, (laughs) but just in case, I like I like the Batman. I like to be fully prepared for all eventualities. I like that. Yeah. Uh, All right. So we've got a ton of news to catch up on. So that's going to be the show this week. We're going to be doing an all news episode. Uh, where basically we are going to be just catching up on all things Walt Disney World news. How does that sound to you?
1: Uh, news is my favorite, actually.
2: Oh, yeah. You know what? It's my favorite, too. It's a lot of people's favorite uh, par- part of the show, I found, from you know, meeting listeners and whatnot. Okay. So, the news, as always, brought to you by our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who will plan your Disney vacation for you at no additional cost to you. All right, Pete. Are you ready to uh, kind of dive into this news here? Let's do it. All right, let's do it. All right, worldwide news. Disney has announced holiday entertainment for this holiday season in all of the parks in Disney Springs area. You ready? Okay, I like that. Uh okay, the separately ticketed Disney Very Merriest After Hours, boo. Will now include Mickey and Minnie's Very Merry Memories, presented on the Cinderella Castle four-court stage. The show features nods to classic Magic Kingdom holiday stage shows, including, including Mickey's Twas the Night Before Christmas, Celebrate the Season, and Mickey's Most Merriest Celebrations. Uh, characters appearing in the show include Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Donald Duck, Daisy Duck, Goofy, Pluto, Chip and Dale. I- if this is happening, why? Why don't? Why not just do Very Merry? <sighs> I mean. It sounds like they're doing the parade, they're doing, I think they're doing fireworks, and now they're doing a stage show. Why isn't it just very merry?
1: Because we can give you less and charge you more? Is
2: it because they're not doing the hot chocolate and cookies? Because, like... Maybe, maybe. I I don't know. On evenings when Disney's very merriest after hours is not being held, Cinderella Castle takes on a festive appearance with special projection event effects, providing a colorful backdrop for our guests' photos throughout the evening. Bursts of holiday magic will transform Cinderella Castle with a rotating series of design. I'm telling you, the Dreamlights are never coming back. No, don't say that. No, it's it's. A, I think at this point it's official. They realize that they can. If this goes over well, if people dig it then I think that they're going to be like, oh, okay, we can get away with this without having to spend a month hanging lights on the castle. So, uh, Santa will be making special appearances across Walt Disney World Resort through December 24th of this year, including the Santa Claus Merry Motorcade at Hollywood Studios and a festive flotilla at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Santa Claus will also pay visits to Magic Kingdom Park, Epcot, and Disney Springs, where guests will have individualized time to wave hello and share their Christmas wishes. So it sounds like a distant Santa Claus, then, in those areas? Sounds like a sighting to me. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what that's all about. The Merry Menagerie is returning at Animal Kingdom, where animals take the form of life-size artisan sculpted puppets. I like this a lot, like the polar bears and stuff like that. Yeah, I love that. I've actually never seen in person just photos. It looks wonderful. It really does. Finally, Sunset Season's Greetings returns to Hollywood Studios, where each evening the Hollywood Tower Hotel... uh, Can turn into a big gingerbread masterpiece from the Muppets, a Toy Story toy hotel, a snowy corner of Arendelle, and a a Dickensian village from Mickey's Christmas Carol. New Year's Eve celebrations are also returning to Walt Disney World this year. After skipping New Year's Eve in 2020 due to the COVID-19 pandemic, guests will be able to ring in 2022 at Walt Disney World. Magic Kingdom, Epcot, and Disney's Hollywood Studios are all open until midnight in the latest operating hours update. These hours are provisional and likely to be extended closer to the time. Based on previous years, Epcot and Magic Kingdom are likely to see a 1 a.m. close. Uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom is currently scheduled to close at 7 p.m. on December 31st. The park did celebrate New Year's Eve in 2019, which was a break from the usual pattern of no New Year's celebration in Animal Kingdom. So what they're going back to not doing it there. Right. I mean that's fine. I, I can't imagine wanting to rock
1: in the new year at Animal Kingdom, you know? No, nor do I imagine it's gonna be so packed that you can't get into one of the other parks and you right. have to do them. Right. Uh
2: oh uh so you ready to hear about what the initial pricing for uh, Genie Plus? So it's it's time to talk about the Genie. We, we we did some lighthearted stuff, and now we have to talk about the stupid Genie. Uh, well, listen, I, I've paid for my Genie already. I, have you um, really? Uh, you're I'm full-blown. You were part of the problem. Um, okay, so as part of the announcement for Disney Genie Plus debuting at Walt Disney World on October 19th, details have been released on pricing for individual Lightning Lane attractions. Um, the highest price announced was $15, which was well under the high of $24 that, uh, had been kicked around several months prior. A full list of pricing is not yet available, but pricing currently ranges from a low of $7 to a high of 15 Disney says that prices will vary by date, attraction, and park. For example, the Lightning Lane entrance to Remy's Ratatouille Adventure started at $9 per person on October 19th and went up to $11 per person on October 23rd. As another example, on both of those dates, Lightning Lane entrance to Expedition Everest uh, was $7 per person, while Star Wars Rise of the Resistance was 15 Throughout the year, prices may be lower on some days and higher on others. This option may be purchased at up to two different attractions each day. Uh, Disney Genie prices have also already increased, as we just uh, mentioned. Hollywood Studios' Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway increased by $2, up to $10 per person. Avatar Flight of Passage increased to $14. Frozen Ever After and Remy's Ratatouille Adventure increased to $11. And Space Mountain is up to $9. And Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is up to $12. Disney said during the announcement of Disney Genie that prices may vary by date, attraction, and park. So the price changes are not unexpected. Disney has also confirmed that guests can get refunds from, Genie, from, from the Genie for ride closures. This is printed in the Orlando Sentinel. Uh, a Disney spokesperson... Uh, went through the Disney Genie Terms and Conditions, which says that any purchase... Uh, so, Disney Genie Terms and Conditions says that any purchases are non-refundable, which led to some concern about what happens when a ride closes due to technical issues, and a guest has made Disney Genie individual attraction purchase, like Rise of the Resistance or something like that. So the Disney spokesman said that guests would automatically receive a refund for individual Lightning Lane selections if a ride does not reopen for the rest of the day after a closure. If the ride reopens, but a visitor is unable to ride due to individual circumstances, they would have to contact guest relations for a refund, which sounds terrible. Yep. Could you imagine, like, you have a Lightning Lane for Hollywood Studios, but you have a reservation at Be Our Guest for dinner that night? It closes down you leave to go to Magic Kingdom, but then it reopens and you're not getting your automatic refund. And now you have to go stand in line at Guest Relations
1: um, or sit on hold. I can't imagine a world where I would pay for a ride. Like, not like that. I thought you said you already bought your genie. I'm, I'm down with genie plus. I like the lightning lane thing. I got to find out how it works. But as far as like pay per ride, price change it, I just can't imagine that that would be my something so, I would. Do. So you're not
2: going to pay to get on Rise of the Resistance then?
1: No. All right. No. All right. You're not. You're not quite part of the problem then. Well, remember Genie Plus and you know that paper ride thing are completely separate things. Yes. So yeah, I can't imagine. I just can't see me doing it. I mean, think about it, like this. So right now, like the only ride I haven't been on out of all these is Remy's. Right. And I'm hoping to get on it. I mean, I guess maybe in some world where like I had never ridden Rise of Resistance and I can't get on it. But even that, I mean, it's got a standby line. Right. You know? Right. I I don't know. I mean, to me, I think it's also, you know, what's weird is like, okay, so now you're charging for these rides and let's just be okay with it for the moment because we don't have a choice. But Raising the prices on like weekend days—it's just such. It, it almost is just constantly putting it in your face, like "oh, today it's more." By the way, mm-hmm. you know, like oh, totally. oof, what a what a look for Disney this is. That is the uh it,
2: it is the 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 Chappic way. A friend of mine called him Bob cheapik the other day, and I I thought that was oh, really yeah. funny. Yeah. Um. Uh, so anyway, uh Rise of the Resistance. Uh, f- just as an example. Frequently closes due to technical issues, and has a restart time of around one hour. So, the ride experienced an extended closure on the first day of Disney Genie, leaving some guests heading to guest relations and receiving Disney gift cards to cover the $15 Lightning Lane fee. Disney is now adding more fuel rod stations, now that you have to be on your phone more in the park. So, the introduction of Disney Genie at Walt Disney World means that more time on your phone is, you know, going to happen. Um battery drain could be a problem during your visit so disney has paired fuel rod back in 2016 famously to offer the foam battery chargers and is now expanding its number of locations so each park typically has one to two fuel rod locations some have more like magic kingdom i know has at least three uh before this but so at epcot there are now kiosks at the imagination pavilion the land pavilion test track gift shop and coming soon at the seas and mission space gift shop that's great because at epcot there were there really weren't many you had to go to like um one of those shops at the entrance of world showcase have you ever used one of these oh i mean i use a fuel rod literally every time i'm in walt disney i bought my fuel <laughs> rod back in 2016 and i've been just redoing it ever since
1: okay see i just i always have like a when i'm when i'm there i always have like a charger with me so yeah but does that charger ever run out of juice not mine now okay i mean it's got like two full charges on it pretty much right So I can't imagine I would use it so much in in a 12-hour period that I need to have three battery lives, you know? Yeah, so
2: EPCOT's now going to have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight locations for fuel rod. That's pretty awesome. Because let me tell you something. When I went for the 50th, the longest line that I waited in for an attraction or for anything was the line to recharge my fuel rod.
1: <laughs> now how now how does that work? So you have one. Right. Right? I'm, I'm I have two I have two actually. Okay, so you pay for it like the first time. Yes,
2: you pay thirty dollars one time. Okay then every time you go back, you can so now it's a normal it's a normal charger. You can recharge it at home in a yeah. power outlet or whatever. Right, it's just USB, right? Right. It's just a USB charger. Um however, in the parks or other places where there are fuel rod machines, like Universal has them too, but I think they charge for it. Um, like three bucks or something like that, you can go up and exchange your fuel rod, your empty fuel rod, for a fully charged one. No cost. No cost. You walk up to it, you hit the swap button, and you insert your fuel rod into the top of the machine, and it spits out a new one.
1: Now, didn't they try and charge for this and people kind of went crazy?
2: They did, and people kind of went crazy, and I haven't heard anything about it. Like, like I got a thing It was like, well, look, since you already have a fuel rod, you, you're you a legacy fuel rod user, and you, you won't get charged, but new people will. But as far as I know, that didn't happen. Right. Like, you got a good thing here, fuel rod. Don't waste it. All right, so WW Magic, I am not used the genie. I'm not going to use the genie. I've like I am like drawing a line in the sand about like I'm not going to pay for this. Just like I'm not going to the after hours events. Uh, you know, I don't agree with them. I'm not doing them. Um however, because of the show, I feel like we do need to report on how it went and WW Magic had a whole thing on takeaways. Okay. So they said after spending the first day with G- with Disney Genie at Walt Disney World, which by the way, I was there on day 1. And, you know, got to witness it all for myself, but I didn't actually partake. Which Uh, park did you go to? Magic. Okay. Which is where I'm going again tonight. Uh, We have some early takeaways and strategies to help prepare you for using Disney's new trip planning and ride reservation system. All right. Short waits and lightning lane, at least for now. Lightning lane wait times are short. There are currently only a limited number of guests using Disney Genie Plus and individual attraction purchases, so the Lightning Lane moves you to the front of the line in a matter of minutes significantly quicker than the old FastPass Plus queues. With attractions like Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, where you may see a 60-minute standby wait time, you are likely to be able to cut that to just a couple of minutes with the Disney Genie Plus Lightning Lane. As with FastPass Plus, we expect to see these waits increase as awareness of Disney Genie Plus increases and more guests use the Lightning Lane. All right, early strategies to maximize. I know this is your wheelhouse right here. Slinky Dog Dash at Hollywood Studios has so far been the most in-demand Genie Plus selection. And soon after the 7 a.m. opening of reservations, availability shifted to the afternoon. An emerging strategy would appear to be to make a Slinky Dog Dash Genie Plus reservation at 7 a.m. and then make a second selection at the earliest opportunity, two hours after a 9 a.m. park opening at 11 a.m. So there you go. That's a, in most cases, Genie Plus selections have been available within a couple of hours, and availability remained into the evening hours. The only individual attraction purchase to sell out is, no surprise, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. Most individual attraction purchases not included with Genie Plus were available for almost immediate rides. Um, apparently, the rollout was smooth. So far, there have been no significant issues with the My Disney Experience app, which is shocking to me. Uh, And the rollout of Disney Genie appears to have gone according to plan. The app itself is fairly robust. We encountered a couple of random crashes, and there are a few bugs, particularly when planning for multiple parks in a hopper scenario. But on the whole, my Disney experience is holding together and not getting in the way of using the system. The only significant hitch that we are aware of was an extended downtime of Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, which led to guests asking for refunds for their individual attraction purchase. Disney Genie terms and conditions of use. uh, We've gone through this. Um... With Disney Genie, you will spend more time on your phone and may find high levels of battery drain as you spend more time using My Disney Experience than ever before. We went through 60% of an iPhone 13 Pro during our testing in four hours at Magic Kingdom. A full charge in the morning is essential, and you will likely need a charger to top off the battery along the way. Losing contact with My Disney Experience would be a major roadblock to your day of using Disney Genie. That makes sense. Yep, I mean... It's going to be a crazy new experience. They also say there's good news for guests not using Genie+. Plus. Currently, the vast majority of guests are using standby lines only. So far, we've not seen any significant impacts of standby wait times due to the opening of Lightning Lane. So it looks like this isn't really impacting people's trips that much that are choosing to not support the system.
1: Well, it's weird. Have you have you been monitoring any of the, like, the wait times and stuff? Uh, here and there. Okay. What like, have, what have thought, you discovered? I, I mean... The the best example to me is Space Mountain, right? Okay. It looks like Space Mountain, I think, is seven bucks to get on it. Yeah. Maybe they raise it to nine on the weekend. I don't know. I'm telling you, Kevin, I have not seen that Space Mountain line up more than half an hour. Yeah. Like, I was trying to show someone the other day because I was trying to explain it to them, and I'm showing them, and the Space Mountain line was 20 minutes. Like, oh, wow. I mean, I, I get it. I, I feel like you know they kind of locked in on this number. Of we're gonna have two in each park, but I mean, it seems like really at the end of the day, they should have just done this for Rise of the Resistance. The other night, my girlfriend was over and she was like reading
2: off wait times to me, and um, like Splash and Space were like five minutes each, or not not Space Splash and Big Thunder were like five minutes each. I mean, it was right. it was in the evening hours. People were probably lining up for fireworks. But hey, anyway, speaking of shows, so have you been hearing anything about these nighttime shows?
1: Um, just people's opinion. Yeah,
2: I've heard that Magic Kingdom Enchantment I heard is not great. A lot of people are very underwhelmed with it. I heard that I heard Harmonious is great. Oh, I've heard the poor opposite. Really? Yeah, all my friends that I've
1: gone have hated it. Really, and they but they liked Enchantment. Um, or they I... hated both. I don't. I didn't hear such uh, hatred for enchantment. But okay.
2: And while while not a um, while not a total um, while not a nighttime show, uh, by all accounts, this this kite tales in Animal Kingdom is an unmitigated disaster.
1: Yeah, that's not something I will be partaking <laughs> in.
2: Crashing into the crowd and like you can't control the you can control a lot of things Disney, but you can't control the wind. <sighs> if only they knew the name of the wind. That's a book that I'm reading right now which is fantastic. Um, all right, there's a themed costume shortage in Walt Disney World. Did you hear about this? No. Yeah, themed costumes in Walt Disney World have been in short supply in recent weeks, with cast members in some areas wearing mismatched costumes for the area they're working in. For example, cast members working in Magic Kingdom attractions have been seen wearing outdoor food service costumes or even parts of guest relation costumes. At Epcot, some of the old electric umbrella and interventions costumes have been brought back into service for cast members in World Showcase. To help bring some order to the substitutions being made in cases of shortages, a new standard generic costume is being made available to be worn as a backup. The new standard costume is a blue button-up shirt with black pants or shorts. Priority for supplying themed costumes is being given to classic attractions with high-visibility costumes so so you should not see the generic costumes in places like Tower of Terror or Haunted Mansion. It isn't clear what's causing the shortage of themed costumes, but some possibilities include supply issues, laundry servicing delays, and a large influx of new hires. Don't like that. Which part? Just anything about any of this. Themed costume shortages? What
1: what universe are we in? Well, I mean, I think you're seeing stuff like that kind of all over the world at the moment. Yeah, I know. Just...
2: Stinks, you know. Um, so for work, I have ha- I have to like review uh, master classes. Okay, and uh, on Friday, I got to review the Bob Iger master class.
1: Oh, I'm I'm always interested in this. It
2: was so interesting, Pete. Like I was like enthralled by it. Like he he spoke so great and. Just, it was like, Bob Iger teaches you leadership and business strategy, and all of his case studies were, like, the major, like, purchases. There. So, except for Star Wars. He doesn't talk really about Star the Star Wars purchase, I think because of, like, that, with the bad blood that occurred with George afterward. Right. Which, honestly, I wanted him to talk about, because I wanted to hear how, like, he dealt with that. Like, you know, George opening his mouth. But uh, he talks about the Pixar purchase, because he had to, like, fix that whole relationship with um Steve Jobs. Yeah, that was...
1: That was kind of, like, the first thing he did, right? Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, it was literally the first thing that he did. Uh, because he, So he calls Steve Jobs, and he's like, Hey, wouldn't it be great if, like, your iPods could, like, play TV shows? Man, that would be the best, wouldn't it? And Steve Jobs comes to him, like, two weeks later, and he's like, Hey, so this is a video iPod. And remember when you were saying that, like, this would be a cool thing? Well, how would you like ABC shows to be available on video iPod? And he's like, Sure! And so they they did that, like like press conference together and then like afterwards uh steve jobs was like oh this is so great thank you so much and he's like hey by the way pixar <laughs> uh and then like you know he he went through like the whole process of how they purchased pixar he went through the whole process of how they purchased marvel and then he talked about the 20th century fox deal because it was the only one that they had competition on uh and, and about how he just like shock and awed. uh Comcast out of it like into the stratosphere like just completely obliterated Comcast which yeah, awesome. I was like good for you Bob uh, but then he and then he talks about like Disney Plus I mean if you guys like you guys should definitely take it it's a really good master class um, and he you know I like just a fascinating guy and I'm like I can't believe we went from that guy to, the, to, to this like Bob Iger and Bob Chapek are the two most polar opposite human beings <laughs> Because Bob Iger was like, spend everything, and Chiapek is like, spend nothing. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm probably being unfair to bullet Bob Chepik. Um You know, I don't know what goes on behind closed doors at the Disney company. It's just kind of like the
1: in thing now to blame him for everything. It is weird, though. I mean, maybe it was weird having Iger because I feel like for so long it was just popular to really hate like the Disney CEO. Oh well, because I yeah Eisner everybody hated, right. Not you
2: though. You invited Michael Eisner to your wedding, so
1: that's true. But I would have invited whoever was CEO of Disney. To would my you wedding.
2: involve? Would you invite Bob Chapek?
1: Sure, of course. All right.
2: The uh, but good news, Pete. There is a fan petition out there to get rid of Bob Chapek. So his days are clearly numbered. <laughs>
1: I never understand what these petitions do. What do you think is like?
2: Like, what do you think Disney's going to be like? oh, Oh, fifty thousand people are saying we should fire Bob Chapek. Let Let's do that. Oh, the people don't want Mister Toad's Wild Ride to go away. Let Let's uh, yeah, like no, like it's just what. It... <sighs> so you know, Bob Chapek, your days are numbered because a bunch of people online signed a petition. All right. Uh, oh, here's some here's a cool thing. A cast member compliment feature has come to my Disney experience. Saw this. Love it. I love this. This is such a cool innova- innovation here. Um, so it allows you to recognize great service from Walt Disney World cast members to leave a comment. You can access the new feature via the Walt Disney World 50th Anniversary uh, Destination Guide in the My Disney Experience mobile app. Select a positive statement and location from the drop down menu. So it'll say, "I want to send a little magic to the cast members for," and then you drop down in location, and then submit. Some of the services to be recognized includes caring for my individual needs, celebrating a milestone with us, helping me with a unique situation, paying special attention to my children, and going above and beyond to create happiness. Unfortunately, the system does not allow for any comments or a place to enter the name of the cast member. Also, you cannot specify a specific location beyond the general area and type of location, such as Magic Kingdom Dining. So, you know, like, you could say, like, the cast member, like, so let's say, like, Jim at uh, Frozen Ever After was, went above and beyond for you. You can't say, like, kudos to Jim. You can say, like, kudos to the cast members at Frozen Ever After, which, which could include Larry, who was on his phone and leaning against a wall. You know, right. like, so Larry, Larry is, like, picking up on Jim's good work here. He's just skating yeah, by. Yeah, this,
1: this needs to be tweaked. Yeah, but... that
2: Larry, that Larry's on thin ice, man. Larry. Lazy Larry. I I really hope there's not really a Larry who works at Frozen Ever After who thinks I'm targeting him right now. It's literally a name <laughs> I picked out of nowhere. Lazy Larry. That should be, like, our lazy cast member character.
0: It's kind of like, oh, right, you pull up on See your See, Larry on his phone. i right, pull up on your lap bar. Or don't. I don't care. I'm making minimum wage.
2: Uh, alright. No resort news, but we do have some water park news. Typhoon Lagoon could reopen sometime in the late 2021, so before the end of the year. Typhoon Lagoon Water Park at Walt Disney World may reopen before the end of the year based on the latest calendar updates for Blizzard Beach. Blizzard Beach, the only water park currently operating at Disney World, is expected to have its final day of operations on December 25th, 2021, foreclosing for its annual refurbishment. Should Blizzard Beach follow that schedule, Typhoon Lagoon would reopen as well as Disney World's operating water park through the winter. Disney is yet to make any official announcement on its plans to reopen Typhoon Lagoon. Based on previous year's refurbishments, Blizzard Beach would then be expected to reopen in the spring. With Disney World then likely to operate both water parks for the first time since reopening from the COVID nineteen shutdown. So there you go, Pete. Great news for you for your trip Yay. that Typhoon Lagoon might be soon be reopened. I know that is a huge part of all of your Disney trips. Typhoon Lagoon, the miniature golf, run Disney races, all of these things that you love and adore so much. All things I have to do on every trip. Yep, no, it's, it's not even like a like a nice to have. It's a must have. Right. So, all right. Well, while Pete celebrates the imminent reopening of Typhoon Lagoon, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Hear from our wonderful sponsors, and we'll be back with more of the news coming at you next on Two Men and the Mouse. You know, Pete, it's hard work planning a Disney vacation, of course. Your whole family has to get going. you got to pack everything up. you got to figure out where you're eating. you got to figure out where you're staying. But you know what makes life so much easier and makes your trip planning a more, more fun experience? Tell me. That sounds like something I need. Absolutely. You need a travel agent. Do we know one of those? We absolutely do. We know our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men and the Mouse, folks. We've both used him. Yes, we have. Dave Weikert plans our Disney vacations all the time and we would not recommend him if we didn't use his services ourselves. Dave started his Cranford-based business here in 2008 and in that time has been planning hundreds of Walt Disney World vacations. Dave plans every trip as if it were his own and you will never find someone more passionate about Disney very easy to work with and will do his best to make sure you're satisfied working with Dave you're likely to pay less and get more and what's better than that Peter Mandel tell me. You never pay a charge for Dave's services. It is 100% free Dave will plan your entire trip for no additional cost to you That sounds awesome Absolutely Dave has helped over 875 families enjoy their Disney vacations A graduate of the College of Disney Knowledge Dave has visited every Disney World resort And has personally stayed at 12 Disney World resorts He's dined also at every Disney restaurant He's crazy about Disney food
1: that is an accomplishment.
2: Absolutely. I wish I could say I did That's like that. That's
1: like the snack challenge times 10.
2: Yep. Dave also gives you Disney dollars for land packages and shipboard credits for any Disney cruise line vacations you might be going. Uh, this can be used as cash at any Disney destination or store. Traveling with kids in your party,
1: Dave will also provide you autograph books for all you kids he gave them to us
2: absolutely your kids went down with Dave Weicker autograph books of course all Disney autograph books supplied by Dave Weicker
1: depends how this name on.
2: Dave simplifies your life by booking your complete vacation including resort stay airlines Disney meal plans and park passes also checks daily for new discounts when specials are announced he immediately checks availability and rebooks your vacation at the lowest possible price Dave can also book all your Disney dining and will do his best to get hard to book reservations like Cinderella's Royal Table and Be Our Guest it's really, truly a no-brainer. Folks, take the stress out of your life. Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men in the Mouse. If you and your family are taking a trip to the Orlando area this year, your little ones deserve to stroll in style. Lugging a stroller from home can be an annoying and frustrating part of the first leg of your journey, and renting those hard plastic strollers from Disney theme parks can be both costly and uncomfortable for your kids. Well, I'm here to tell you about the solution to your child transport problems, and that's Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers is a Disney-featured stroller and crib provider that does exactly what you're looking for at a great price. Not only is it less expensive than renting a stroller from the theme parks themselves, but these are padded luxury models with features like drink holders, canopies, storage baskets, and more. What's more, you keep this stroller with you for your entire trip, whereas park-rented strollers, you got to return them before you leave the park that day. This is going to make those late-night post-fireworks bus stop queues so much easier, and Dad's shoulders are going to thank you for it. So, how does it work? You just go to kingdomstrollers.com and make your selection on the stroller or crib that's right for your child. Just let the good folks over there know a great time for delivery and pickup and where you'll be staying. You can pick your stroller or crib up from the luggage stand at your resort and then drop them back off there at the end of your stay. So pack light, leave your stroller at home, and save up to a whopping 50% versus park price stroller rentals when you visit kingdomstrollers.com.
0: Hello, humans! My name is Morty Monster, and I'm, uh, well, I'm a monster. I'm here as an exchange student from the monster world, where growing up I fell in love with the world of human pop culture. Unfortunately, not a lot of monsters share that passion, so I came here to experience all of these things that I love and to share that passion with all of you! I do this through my YouTube channel with regular video blogs. One of my favorite things to do is film while in the theme parks of Orlando, Florida. Join me in Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, and more. I'll also be reviewing comic books, web videos, TV shows, movies, and other awesome stuff. Find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash MortyMonster. I'm on Instagram as MortyMonster and Friends. I'm also on Twitter as MortyMonsterBFF. From there, you can find a link to my YouTube videos. Please like, subscribe, love, sign up for notifications and more for all the Morty content. I can't wait to share my adventures with all of you. Morty Monster.
1: This is Bill Farmer, and you're listening to Two Men and the Mouse.
2: I love this music. It's like my favorite. Like I, I know we used to like change the music out every once in a while, but like this song, like to, and you know what? I pulled the listeners one time. I was like, hey, do you guys want us to like start changing up the, like that the, the post commercials music again, like we used to, and like throw in like you know Stitch's Greatest Escape or you know Star Wars or whatever? And they were like, no, keep Behind the Waterfall. Okay. Apparently, people, it's it's like nice and zen, dude. It's just like, it's just like chill. I'm just gonna let it play through the entire uh, to the entire song this week i think i do that every every couple of weeks i'm just like you know what i'm digging the song so much that i just want to (laughs) like let it play just because i want to hear it like while i'm editing and like like just so you guys know right now we're not listening to the music you are but we're not i edited in post so pete probably has no idea what i'm even talking about because he doesn't listen i do i know what you're talking about (laughs) oh i know know. all right magic kingdom news you ready for magic kingdom news brought to you by our friends at kingdomstrollers.com Yes, I am. All right. Indoor character meet and greets have returned to Walt Disney World. This is exciting. Yay. Don't sound too excited.
1: You're not excited about this? I mean, I am to an extent. I thought you missed character meet and greets. I do. I mean, is this really like a full meet and greet? Walt Disney World's character meet and greets took a step
2: closer to returning to pre-COVID normality this morning with the reopening of Town Square Theater at Magic Kingdom. Mickey Mouse is making appearances inside the theater and although guests are divided by a rope and can't hug Mickey or get autographs, it is a return to individualized time with Mickey for the first time in 19 months. Inside, Mickey is sporting his iridescent look designed for the Walt Disney World 50th Anniversary celebration. Minnie Mouse is not joining Mickey yet and the Tinkerbell meet and greet in the theater remains closed. More character meet and greets will be returning soon, including Princess Fairytale Hall at Magic Kingdom, Red Carpet Dreams and Disney Junior at Disney's Hollywood Studios, Um, so yeah, it is still distance. You can't actually like touch the character or anything like that, but it's something baby steps, Peter
1: Mandel. We can't, we can't just go back to normal. I know. I know all I'm, I'm, you know, my children are 13 and 16, right? So this doesn't apply to me. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they, they will still meet characters, but they're not like, I just think of, I have so many like insanely fond memories of my children, very young, like hugging their favorite characters and. You know, really kind of being shown affection and time, and there's such huge moments on those trips that, like, I think of, you know, little kids now being separated by a rope, and I'm just like, hmm, it just bums me out a little it's, bit. It's a bummer, I know. but, I you know. know... I know we'll get there. I know. Yeah, little little baby
2: steps here and there. Um, yeah, you know, like, your son hugging the characters, your daughter being terrified by them. Right? That Wasn't that a thing? Uh Abby was very scared
1: in the beginning, but yeah. then princesses kinda of turned it around. Right, right. She liked the face characters but not the yes. the head
2: characters. Uh frogs have returned to the jungle cruise for the first time in forty-nine years. <clears throat> They're back.
1: Okay. Finally.
2: Right? right? In the, as the world cries out, one hero, a man named Bob Chapik, responds and gives the people what they want nay
0: what they need
2: the frogs in the jungle cruise there you go finally this ride is complete again walt disney world character meet i'm sorry that's the wrong thing (laughs) i don't know how that went back up uh wait where's the frogs where's the thing about the frogs oh apparently (laughs) apparently i just uh copy and pasted the the same article twice (laughs) uh Great job, Kev. Real professional. You're doing great. Now you got to go on the computer and find this article about the stupid frogs. Because the people need to hear about the frogs, Peter Mandel. They need I it. I need to hear about it. I need, I need to hear about yeah, it. Yeah, right? I mean, like, who doesn't need to hear about these frogs? Uh, speaking of frogs, how'd you like Muppet um, Haunted Mansion? I really
1: liked it. I loved it. I thought it was the best thing since Jason Siegel. I don't know how anyone is watching that though who isn't fluent in Haunted Mansion. Oh, I know. I mean, it, it is created for
2: a very specific kind of person. You have to be a Muppet fan and you have to be a Haunted Mansion fan. But like there I, I mean, I, yeah. Th- there were like I mean, it is it is pure like I, I don't want to say nostalgic goggles cuz it's something that we still have, but it's it's like pure that purely there for like Haunted Mansion nerd outs.
1: That's what I'm saying. It's all the gags are haunted mansion related, and like, I don't even think you would get them if you've never done no, it. No, like, like, like when, it's not even funny at all.
2: Like when the ride breaks down, right? And they're like, you know, please remain seated in your Doom Buggy. Yeah, um, uh, and Waldorf from the Doom Buggy was one of my favorite things. I also really like they did like they did the ballroom scene, but they made it um, they made it look like the the Night at the Dance uh, segments from the Muppet Show, from like early Muppet Show. When it'd be like the characters, but I'll be at like a a, yep. a dance hall and it would have the and they would all do like little one line gags. And so they did that again. So it, there were Easter eggs if you're a Muppet fan and if you're a um if you're a fan of uh Yum yeah, Haunted Mansion. But the one thing I can't I still can't get behind, and I think you know what I'm gonna say is Kermit's
1: voice uh yeah i mean uh, my son that was like the first thing he said so bad and i I feel like they know it's bad and they've given kermit yes that's that's why he's not in
2: it they've given kermit a much smaller role in all things muppets rather than just give someone else the vote like like how about you let someone who can sound like kermit the frog be kermit's voice? he just sounds like some dude yeah kermit has become a bit player in the muppets it's odd i hate it gonzo has kind of become the main character now which I mean, look, as a kid, I would have I, I would have absolutely loved that because I liked Gonzo, but I don't know, not thrilled. All right, so the frogs. Now that I've vamped long enough, when work wrapped up in August on the Magic Kingdom's Jungle Cruise updates, it turns out the Imagineers were not quite finished. Over this over the weekend, Imagineers in Florida restored a piece of history that goes right back to the very beginning of the classic Walt Disney World attraction. When the Jungle Cruise originally opened in Magic Kingdom in 1971, one of the first scenes that guests came to after leaving the dock was a group of frogs perched on rocks and logs around the river. Although part of the original Mark Davis design, the scene's looks were deemed to not be up to standard with the rest of the attraction, and the frogs were removed. (coughs) Fast forward 50 years of 2021, and as Walt Disney World celebrates its 50th anniversary, Imagineers have added a nod to the scene and added two static frogs sitting on a log in a bog, with some fog. No, not really. But uh, they are frogs on a log, and uh, the originals. but the originals were animated with moving mouths. These are just frog statues. You have to look closely to find them, and they're easy to miss, so keep an eye out on the right-hand side of the boat at the start of the ride near Inspiration Falls. Disney's Imagineer spent much of 2021 updating the Jungle Cruise with new scenes, new jokes for the skippers, all designed to make a more inclusive guest experience. I like the new Jungle Cruise stuff.
1: Yeah, cool.
2: Yeah, I hope you'll like it when you're there. All right. Uh, so remember Disney's Merriest After Hours? And we were like, who's going to go to that? Well, I'll tell you who's going to go to that, Pete. Everybody. Uh, okay. Because it. Uh, so Disney's Very Merriest After Hours has sold out its first night of the 2021 season on November 9th. November 9th is the cheapest night available, priced at $169. In addition, <laughs> Disney recently announced more entertainment for the event, including a stage show. Sales of Disney's Merriest After Hours appears to be moving at a much slower pace than the lower-priced Disney After Hours Boo Bash, which sold out all nights in relative short time. So, uh, November 8th is 189 November 9th is 169 which is sold out. Uh, the 11th is also 169 and then it is, you know, it goes between 189 and 169 through November 19th, and then November 21st, it starts at 229 uh it closes out november twenty eighth and thirtieth at two o nine goes into that for december second and then starting december third two twenty nine and then it goes between two o nine and two twenty nine for the rest of december until you get to december nineteenth and twenty first at two hundred and forty nine dollars <sighs> i can't believe it's that expensive
1: it's amazing
2: i'm 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 sh- <sighs> all right so the frontier land shooting arcade is not closing. That's big news because a couple weeks ago, people thought that it was. So the official Walt Disney World operating hours calendar shows the Frontierland shooting arcade at Magic Kingdom is operational throughout the published period, appearing to quash concern about an imminent closure. Concern was raised uh, earlier in the month when the arcade was listed as being closed from November 27th, 2021. The recent change to switch the arcade into a free play mode, coinciding with it being listed as closed later in the year, led to some speculation that the attraction may soon be coming to a close. I didn't realize it was free to play. Oh, yeah. Free to play. I may actually do it now. You should at least try it. Yeah. Epcot news. Dates have been announced for the Epcot Festival of the Arts, a.k.a. my favorite festival of the year. So I'm very excited about this. Nice. I like it also. Yeah. Disney has announced the 2022 Epcot International Festival of the Arts will take place January 14th through February 21st, 2022. I hate that it's so short. But what are you going to do?
1: Disney on the Disney on Broadway. You can't have a festival all the time. You got to get that through your head. Yes, you can. There has to be at least six weeks of the year with no festival. (laughs) Six weeks. Disney
2: on Broadway concert series is making a return this year after being missing last year due to the pandemic. Performers will be announced at a later date. Very excited about that. It's one of my favorite uh it's one of my favorite things about the Festival of the Arts. The 2022 Epcot International Festival of the Arts will include Food Studios Around World Showcase, the wonderful walk of colorful cuisine, which is a food stroll featuring five delicious sweet and savory treats, chalk artists, photo ops where you can step into famous artwork, a paint by the numbers mural. Figments brush with the master class, scavenger hunt. Performance and visual Artist, special festival merchandise. Now, currently at Food and Wine, I've been doing one of these like like scavenger hunt things. Like but like with food. Right. It's a meal's fromage montage. So it's all cheese. Okay. So I had the pork rinds with pimento cheese. Um and then I had um oh I had something from Somewhere, else. I don't know. I, I gotta look at the little booklet, but I've had a couple of the things on it, and all of them have been just absolutely wonderful. The Epcot International Festival of the Arts is available without theme park admission and park reservation for the same date. Narrators have been announced for the Candlelight Processional. The 2021 Epcot International Festival of the Holidays will see the return of the fan-favorite Candlelight Processional, and we now know some of the celebrity narrators that will be appearing. This year's celebrity narrators are... November 29th through December 1st, Cheetah Rivera. I'm sure that's somebody people know. I don't know who that is. Uh, December 2nd through December 4th, Jody Benson. Ariel, The Little Mermaid. There you go. December 5th through December 7th, Alton Fitzgerald White. No idea who that is. December 11th through December 13th, Lisa Ling. Also no idea. December 23rd through 25th, Stephen Curtis Chapman. December 26th through 28th, Blair Underwood. And December 29th through December 30th, TV's Pat Sajak.
1: Wow, nice.
2: Yeah. Wheel of Fortune. No Neil Patrick Harris on that list. No Ming-Na Wen. So, I don't know. You know, I think it's also because food and wine is so long this year. Right. You are you have less time for the Festival of the Holidays and less time for the Candlelight Processional, Right. I mean, that would make sense. Yeah. Uh, Candlelight processional dinner packages were also released and quickly sold out within hours, within just two hours after going on sale. Only four Disney-operated restaurants are offering reserved Candlelight processional seating as part of a dining package with pricing from $62 to $71 per person. Um, Members of the WW Magic forums reported website problems and no answer to phone calls from around 5 a.m. the morning they went on sale. As of 9.45 a.m., those who had reached out to an operator had been advised that the packages are entirely sold out. It isn't clear if there has been a high level of demand or a minimal number of tickets on sale. In recent years, buying a dining package was the only realistic way to see the show, as standby seating was so limited. If this year's event has fewer dining package reservations, this might be good news for those wishing to see the show via the standby line. Remember when you were able to, like, FastPass this? Yep. Or FastPass a fireworks show? Yeah, I guess I guess he can't do that anymore, huh? Not currently, but yeah. who knows? Twenty Twenty One Candlelight Processional. Oh, never mind. We we talked about that already. Uh, Dac News. Disney's Animal Kingdom. Cora Tinga Tinga has returned to Animal Kingdom. Uh, that that was this past weekend. As the art entertainment continues its comeback at Walt Disney World. Kor- uh the Cora is a West African instrument using twenty one strings and is plucked by uh, is played by plucking with the fingers. So you ever, you've seen this, I'm sure. It's like the big, it's like, it almost yep. look, it's, it looks like a giant banjo almost. Uh, you can catch Tinga most days on the stage in the center of Harambe near Mombosa Marketplace. Chakrandi has also returned to Animal Kingdom to the Asia area of the park. The 20-minute set features the impressive talents of the performer on, a, on the sitar and takes place most days. You can check the My Disney Experience app for the latest schedule. Hollywood Studios news. Holiday decor has arrived in Hollywood Studios ahead of the holiday season. It's not even Halloween yet. We're already getting Christmas decorations. Crews have been busy at Hollywood Studios this past week installing the decor lighting and effects for the returning sunset season's greetings on November 8th. Clearly, they're installing this now because these are like some complicated pieces that they want to have ready to go. Right. The Tinsel Star. um, Yeah. And and so it returns on November 8th. So they want to make sure they got this ready to go. The tinsel stars line Sunset Boulevard, which are synchronized to the show. They light up. Snow machines are also in position along the rooftops and in the planters, uh, and the large LED video screen shows video that shows video clips is also now in place at Sunset Ranch. Sunset Seasons Greens is a 15-minute show made up of four Disney characters character moments. They are Mickey and Minnie reminiscing about a hometown Christmas as the scene shifts into a romanticized Norman Rockwell inspired town star- starting in black and white before slowly changing into color. The Toy Story characters guessing which new toys are coming this Christmas as the scene becomes covered in holiday wrapping paper. The Sweetest Chef from the Muppets babbling as only he can while the scene turns into a giant gingerbread house. And finally, Olaf pining over his holiday wish as iconic music plays, and the scene freezes over into a frozen winter wonderland, complete with dancing aurora borealis lights and projected falling snow. I, I love Sun Sunset Seasons greetings. Have you ever seen it? No. It's really it sounds cool, though. It's really nice, especially with no like holiday fireworks or dream lights this year. I feel like it's going to be a big deal. The show uses projection mapping on the Hollywood Tower Hotel, lighting effects, RGB, LED stars along Sunset Boulevard, two LED video billboards, and snowstorm machines. The Galactic Star Cruiser uh, has gone on sale and has sold out its maiden voyage. Disney and Star Wars fans eager to experience the upcoming Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser have already filled up the, the Halcyon Star Cruiser's maiden voyage during the early booking window. With general reservations beginning October 28th, early bookings have been made by some of Walt Disney World's most affluent guests, including Golden Oak Residence Club 33 members and Disney Vacation Club members, a.k.a. the Rich Folk. The two-night maiden voyage that launches on March 1st, 2022, sold out yesterday, October 7th. Um, after being on sale since October 5th. Currently, all future dates remain available. Although the sellout of the Maiden Voyage is an impressive achievement, especially given its lofty price tag of around $5,200, it should be noted that the Star Cruiser is a limited capacity experience with only 100 cabins. So there you go. That's the news this week. Okay. I was curious about that, how many cabins they have. 100. So there you go. Uh, all right. Any, anything new and exciting going on in your life? You planning up for this? Uh, this trip is coming like next week, isn't it? I'm leaving tomorrow. You're leaving tomorrow. Oh my goodness! Very excited. This is very exciting that you're gonna, you know, yeah. you're gonna be here very soon. Um, <clears throat> how's the how's the weather in the uh, local Orlando area? Uh, well, right now it's pouring rain. I'm looking out my office window and it's it's just downpouring. But you know, it's been um, yesterday morning was a little chilly. Uh, but this morning it was back to like sixty six degrees okay so yeah it's been like 70s right now kind of not not too hot not too cold kind of like the perfect orlando weather i'm excited about yeah yeah i think you'll enjoy it the uh so what what's like a what, what's like your big thing that you want to accomplish this trip
1: um i mean i don't have any like specific insane things not like you know when i was going to galaxy's edge for the first time or anything like that right but you know kind of just uh, you know i need a week off i've had a crazy year so it's gonna be really nice to spend a week with the family and yeah you know we just like meals i'm excited to do 220 that'll be good you know see how that is yeah I, i so i mean i'll you know i assume when do you come back uh next
2: friday next friday okay so next week we'll have to have a guest host on the show um and then the week the following week when you come back we will get everyone's favorite uh show the Peter Mandel trip report there you go everyone always loves those
1: so huh. I'm hoping it's great yeah I'm hoping it's great
2: oh so you're gonna be there for um the Etern- the opening of Eternals yeah I bought my tickets for Monday okay which honestly this is the marvel movie i'm okay. I <laughs> <laughs> you know the reviews have been so mixed and i and so typically i look at reviews for marvel movies because they help me get excited because they're always so overwhelmingly positive. This one they're like it's like marvel tried to make a dc movie. Yeah. Um, I hope it's great. I but... really I, I look i hope it's great. Marvel has earned my benefit of the doubt over the years. I am such a stan for marvel at this point that you know i'll try anything they want to get they want to give me the I, i've only been disappointed what twice maybe what were you disappointed in? iron man 3 iron man 3 for sure yeah and um i mean
1: thor the dark world was bad but like i didn't hate it i don't hate thor the dark world i know it's dino it's not a good movie yeah uh, iron man 2 was really disappointing
2: iron man 2 you know what i was just so happy to have more iron man at that point that i didn't care It's funny because you look back at it and three is so terrible that you're like, two doesn't seem that
1: bad. No. But
2: seeing two in the theater, I was like, woof, this is bad. Three watching him be like a jerk to a little kid and like not. I don't get it. And look, I I said it on the show recently that like the Mandarin thing was kind of made a little bit better for me by Shang-Chi.
1: Yeah, sure. I don't get that, but okay. I know you
2: don't get it, but like to me, it kind of made up for it because they addressed it and they kind of like retconned it. And I was like, all right, you kind of made up for it. But that movie is still bottom of the barrel. Like when I rate my MCU movies, that's bottom of the barrel. Yeah. I'm excited for this um, Icarus character. Okay. I'm not really familiar with him in the comics, but he seems like a Superman level character in the MCU. Yeah, yeah it's kind yeah. of. So I'm I'm excited for that. I, do, you, do you think these Eternals are going
1: to be like nope. a big deal in the Marvel universe? Or do you think this is not like... at all? All right. I don't know how you can kind of sustain this cast. It does seem like an expensive cast, especially Angelina Jolie. I, I just I can't see these people returning now for every Marvel event. I just don't see it. I mean, I could see Rob Stark returning for like Icarus, like because what, what else is he doing? I don't know. I'm pretty sure he's got a career. Does he? I haven't seen him in yeah. much other than Game of Thrones. I think the people you will see moving forward are Cersei, and you will obviously see Dane Whitman moving forward as Black Knight, probably on Disney+. Okay, that makes sense. We should be getting a Book of Boba Fett trailer very soon,
2: shouldn't we? Um, that's probably coming, yeah. Yeah, because that's supposed to come out December 2021. Have they given no. a release date for that yet? I want to say there is a release date. How are we feeling? At- I think Hawkeye
1: runs right up
2: to. It. Oh, good, good, good. I'm very excited about Hawkeye series, uh, which is funny because, you know me, like, I don't like Hawkeye, especially the Jeremy Renner version of Hawkeye.
1: But yeah, like, this, I'm, I'm
2: excited about it also. It feels like, like a kind of diehard. Like, I like that it's Christmas themed. Like, it gives me too. it means Iron Man three is not our only Christmas themed Marvel thing. Because, like, every Christmas it's like, oh, I'd love to watch, like, a Christmas-themed Marvel thing, but it's Iron Man 3 and I don't like it. Uh, (laughs) But uh, did you see, like, I saw in some magazine it was announced that, like, Reezy Fon's Lizard, and, um, what was the other one? I mean, we knew Electra, oh, and and, uh, Thomas Hayden Church's Sandman are absolutely in No Way Home.
1: Yeah, I have heard that Rhino is not. I know there was some speculation about that. I would hope that Rhino was not. That Rhino was I've, terrible. I've heard Venom is absolutely not.
2: Really? After that After that post credit scene? That's what I'm hearing. Oh, people are, people are going to be pissed about that. All right. I mean, I guess that makes sense to just kind of do that in Venom 3, whatever that's going to be. Right. Because that's going to have to... But now at least, you know, maybe it'll be better now that it's in the MCU. I don't know. <sighs> um, you know, in the fi- in the in the Iger Masterclass, he had a timeline of the box office uh, domestic and worldwide gross for every Marvel movie dating back to Howard the Duck. Okay, and it was interesting, like how you go from like Howard the Duck making fifteen million dollars to Avengers Endgame making two point eight billion. Well, I'm not sure you can really. No, those are those, those are those are two like of complete. the same thing. They're on the same level. Howard the Duck and uh, right, yeah. Come on, no. It's, I'm just saying, like you know, you go from a character like Howard the Duck to like where we are today. It's an incredible journey for Marvel.
1: I mean, yeah, okay. I just thought it was neat. I thought it was neat. To, I mean, like, the watch journey's the really the journey's really the last ten years, not the last. No, well, yeah, years. yeah, Stop. but like
2: I, but the I Howard the Duck, it's ridiculous. Well, it's Howard the Duck, and then like you had years and years until Blade, right. So, uh, what was the other thing I wanted to bring up? Love Blade, by the way. Blade. I have no no complaints about Blade. I I even you know I never saw the third one. No, I did see the third one. I didn't see the second one. Third
1: one's not good, but second one's I guess a little bit better. I don't know. The, the third, sequels aren't great
2: the third one got a little wrapped up in Ryan Reynolds and Triple H. So
1: yeah, well they wanted they kind of uh, wanted to spin off Ryan Reynolds and what's her name into their own movie. Yeah, that didn't work out, did it? Yeah. Did not work out.
2: Well, you know what, Ryan Reynolds? You got to give him credit. The guy kept trying with the superhero game until he finally got one that hit. Yeah, he sure did. Just keep, just keep going. Eventually, something will stick. Uh, I am, I'm so curious as to what they're going to do with Deadpool and the X Men. Like, uh, I, I can't. I, I, I'm. So yeah, book of Boba Fett coming out. Oh, did you see um, Hayden Christensen added to the cast of Ahsoka? Yeah,
1: very exciting.
2: Now here's what's interesting. They said that like in in Obi Wan, they specifically said <clears throat> Hayden Christensen will be playing Darth Vader in Obi Wan. In right. Ahsoka, they said he will be playing Anakin Skywalker. So do you think this is we we get flashback here, or do you think we get um? glowing blue Anakin having like the the discussion with Ahsoka about like Mm -hmm. everything that's happened I'm hoping for I'm hoping for both honestly but I really want that force ghost Anakin moment because I think I I more than likely it's going to be a flashback I just want that moment where like Ahsoka and Anakin have that moment where they kind of like unpack everything and she forgives him Hmm. you know do you think we'll see Luke In the Ahsoka show. I mean, definitely possible. I mean, anything's possible after that Mandalorian season two, right? Thank you, uh, Last Jedi. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Do do you believe the rumors that the Ahsoka show exists to put the Disney Plus series in its own timeline? Hmm. Because now... Basically, so here's the theory that's floating around there. And I'm sorry folks if you're if you're bored by this, just skip ahead to the end. Um <clears throat> the Ahsoka show, the the graphic for it uses that like that weird like in-between realm where they encountered Pal- Palpatine in The End of Rebels. Remember that? Yeah, the uh,
1: World Between Worlds. The World Correct. Between
2: Worlds. Yeah. So now the theory is that <clears throat> Ahsoka was supposed to die fighting Vader. Correct. Uh, And when Ahsoka dies fighting Vader, it means that she's never there to help Mando and Grogu. The Empire gets Grogu. They um, use his blood to clone Snoke and, and clone Palpatine. And that's how the sequel movies happen. When Ezra reaches through and pulls Ahsoka out, it creates an alternate timeline where none of that happens because Ahsoka is alive. And that's the timeline that these shows are on. Like, um, like you have. No. So now you have two Star Wars like universes. You have the universe no. where the sequels happen, and the universe where the sequels don't happen. No, I don't think so either. I would love if that happened because you know what? It's fine because then the sequel still exists, but like we can move it forward just, in a way
1: that's not chained by them. Yeah, it just that just sounds like very wishful thinking by people like myself who are devastated that Luke Skywalker turned into Jake Skywalker. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like, people
2: like us and Mark Hamill. Um yeah. The, I mean, I just, it, it's almost, because it's almost hard for me, because, like, with this felonian and Favreau stuff,
1: eventually we're going to run into the point where the First Order has to start showing up. I don't know about that. You don't? No, I mean, think about even, like, the books back in the day. They wrote countless books that all centered around, like, such a tiny time frame. True. Yeah, I mean, do, do I think if they tell five years of Disney Plus shows that that means five years of continuity has gone by now? It could all no, be at the true. same time. It doesn't matter. Do
2: you, do you think that we're going to get um, – that's true because, I mean, the sequels are, what, 30 years later
1: or something? And remember something else, too. We hate these sequels, and they're terrible, but time will pass, and then they can kind of touch maybe on these characters at some point, and it'll be a little bit different. Yeah, I, I mean, I would agree with that because, you know, you've got um, the way that people
2: look at the prequels now, and people hated the prequels Correct. when they came out, and that was ruining Star Wars. And But I feel like it got, almost got a pass because it was George doing it. Right. And it's like, well, if anyone's going to ruin Star Wars, it's going to be George Lucas. Uh but yeah i don't know man like i think it would be cool to and you know disney has really been playing in that multiverse um pool but again it's just it's so hard for people to like grasp that like how many times have people had to have it explained to them like no no the 2018 halloween is a sequel to the original halloween
1: and none of the other halloween sequels actually happened we were talking about this last night at dinner i i know that this is all the trend now right like uh did Superman return? So, is that the first one that started that? Yes, that's the first one that I remember. That's the first that, one that I could like, remember.
2: Yeah, that's where it's like, no, no, this is a sequel to a movie that never existed.
1: Now, is super. Here's the uh, weird question, too is that movie after Superman one or Superman two? It's after the Donner cut of Superman two. Donner cut, got it, because yeah. that's the one that he it ends with him saying, Mr. President, I'll never leave again, right? And, and then, then he, he leaves, leaves. <laughs> right? but. Like
2: when when Lois like at the end of the Donner cut of Superman two, he turns back the Earth. Right. Which means that him and Lois never spent that night together, which means that Superboy kid doesn't exist. Shouldn't exist. Right. Hmm. And if it's a if it's a direct if it's a direct um sequel to, let's say, the non-Donner kind of Superman 2, which you can make that argument, he kissed her and erased her memory. Of, oh, wow, thunder and lightning. Um, he, he kissed her and erased her memory at the end of Superman 2, so when the kid throws the piano,
1: Lois should be like, what's going on here? Well, unless she knows, unless she has seen something like that ahead of time. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. I mean, you're talking about a mom who literally goes on a... You know, potentially the world's biggest criminal uh, breaks, breaking and entering onto his boat with, with her, her son. Ball. So she probably at this point knows he can handle himself, I hope. Otherwise, that's the worst writing in, in the history of film. I would just go with
2: it's the worst writing in the history of film. I mean, it's a DC movie. So, yes, The DC I mean, movie. It's Brian Singer. Down. Like, you know, I. I... All right. <sighs> Anything else you wanted to uh, to touch on? What would you think of uh, Lightyear? Oh, that trailer was so good. Fun, right, I had goosebumps the entire time. First of all, I'm like, how far has animation come? I know it because, looks so good because it looks stellar. Uh, and I like that we're getting like an in in continuity like origin of Buzz Lightyear that's not like a toy. Because even like the cartoon series that we got in the in like the early 2000s, it was still kind of like you know like like silly and whatnot. This seems like it's taking it like it's a Marvel movie. Listen, truth be told, I love that cartoon series. I don't dislike it, but it was still kind of like you were still kind of aware that it was a Toy Story property.
1: Like this has nothing to do with Toy Story. Yeah. I mean, let me just say this. I don't really see a need for this movie. And then after seeing that, I was like, oh, I'm 100 percent in. So I never saw the need for it, but I wasn't turning it away. I got that. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited that it's happening. Now, if we can just get Robert Downey Jr. to do a Woody movie, apparently. Oh, could you imagine? Is that really happening? No. Oh. And then you bring I would them say, together. You, you know, you know, Marvel's got Robert Downey Jr. and uh, Chris Evans in their back pocket. 100 oh, percent. Secret Wars, hundred you know? percent. Um,
2: I do you believe the? I, I, I think we've talked about this before, but the Robert Downey Jr. Grand Emerald Thrawn, uh, rumors.
1: No, I but, thought they cast I Grand Did either.
2: they? Because the last I heard, everybody was saying it was going to be it was going to be down. Uh,
1: it's Mickelson, um, Mads Mickelson. No, his brother, right, Lars. So not not the
2: villain from Doctor Strange. That's Mads Mickelson, right? Almost positive I'm right about this, but oh, if you, I mean, look, Mads Mickelson would be an amazing Thrawn. So his brother, I I guess, would be good too. That's not true. my 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 brothers are great at sports if you tried to put me on the sports field i would be terrible so can they wrestle um no Uh, well my my youngest brother is a accomplished amateur wrestler oh there you go yeah but i'm a professional pete so there you go like to always remind my father that i'm
1: his only child that's a professional athlete he did not like that (laughs) yeah a bunch of uh i mean a bunch of places reported this summer that uh Lars Mikkelsen has been cast. So, oh, I mean, okay. no official announcement from Star Wars, but it looks like they're not coming from terrible sources. Well, I mean, so. I
2: remember when they were they were talking to Downey. Downey met with Lucasfilm about something. Right. Maybe he'll end up being Darth Revan. Because Filoni is dying to play in that playground. I don't, I don't know how much that you're going to say. Well, I mean, we're getting a remake of Knights of the Old
1: Republic, which, you know. I know. I'm all I'm all in on that. I'm telling you, I, I don't think everyone wants them to do Knights of the Old Republic. I, I don't think you're getting that. I mean, it, it is Knights of the Old Republic. I know, but I mean, like a TV show. Or, oh yeah, I don't know, but I think Revan is going movie. to. I think you'll get.
2: I, I, I think you'll get Revan in something other than the video game.
1: I, I don't know about that. I don't know. I think so.
2: The, the uh, Disney
1: is not one that's ever gone to main characters main expanded universe characters and and use them it's almost never happened Oh right a like grand admiral thrawn But I mean he was part of rebels Yeah but he but before rebels he was an expanded universe character I know but I'm talking about in this Disney Plus era like Okay when when he popped up on rebels rebels the Star Wars was not at its peak Yeah They they want their entire reason why they're doing High Republic is to not do Old Republic Right they right. would not have created Higher Republic in every media sense they can. Books, comics, uh, it's going to be a movie. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be Disney Plus shows. They wouldn't be doing all this if they wanted to also do The older Republic. No, no. There's a reason why you have Higher Republic. Okay. That makes sense. Do you think,
2: and this is just me being a wishful thinking expanded universe fanboy, do you think there comes a day where we ever get the Yuzhan Vong? No. No. I don't think so either, but I would love it because that's nope, such an amazing story. Happen. It's such an amazing story. Guys, if you don't know what I'm talking about, look it up. I mean, it's hard to spell, and I don't know how to spell it, but the Yuzhan Vong War in Star Wars and the novels. I mean, like, they're available on Audible and on, on, on you know, Amazon, so I'd pick them up. All right. I think we've amped for long enough. We This is a really long nonsense conversation. Right. People say they like it, so, you know. That's not true. No, I've heard people say that, like, the banter at the end of the show is their favorite part of the show. Okay. I so, don't believe that. All no. right. I don't, I don't believe it either, but it's what I've been told. All right. You ready to get out of here and uh, yep. start getting ready for your trip? All right. Well, have a wonderful time from me and all of our listeners. You know, I'm hope sure you, I will. Yeah. When have you ever not, even when you were like deathly ill, I, uh, I know it's happened twice. I sorry. will let you know how Jeannie plus goes. Yes, please do. We look forward to your trip report. And uh, that's going to do for Two minutes of the Mouse this week, folks. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you guys next week with a special guest host. Not really quite sure who yet, uh, but we will, you know do something Uh, all right, uh, folks for our wonderful friend Peter Mandel please check him out over at Rogue Comics in Cranford New Jersey at 105 North Union Avenue Cranford New Jersey 07016 go to RogueComics.com where you can find a link to Pete's eBay store if you are planning a trip to Disney World Disneyland Disney Cruise Adventures by Disney any Disney resort throughout the known world or Aulani out in Hawaii Uh, talk to our good friend and sponsor Dave Weikert of Magical Travel who planned Pete's Disney trip who is planning my Disney cruise Uh, we would not recommend him if we didn't use him ourselves so please go to email him DisneyDaveW at Verizon.net Or look him up on Facebook as Magical Travel Dave uh, and he will be there for all of your Disney and Universal trip planning needs. Folks, uh, also if you're renting a crib or stroller in the Orlando area, please check out our buddies over at KingdomStrollers.com who will rent you the crib or stroller of your dreams and deliver it right to your Disney resort. And for me, folks, my books are all on Amazon right now. You can find the Ross Anti series, uh, you know, available in Kindle, in paperback, in, audio, in audiobook format. The last one is still being produced, so hopefully we'll have that for you guys in a couple months. But uh, in the meantime, you got plenty of hours of Ross and Auntie, uh on Audible Dot com so check it out um, and of course the Morty Monster YouTube channel we just posted another video from the 50th anniversary it was a big like 17 minute video on YouTube so check that out at youtube.com slash Morty Monster Instagram at Morty Monster and Friends TikTok at Morty Monster and Friends and Facebook.com slash Morty Monster all right that does it for
1: this week Pete any closing words um no have a good week without me all and, right uh, we'll I'll try. see you when I get back
2: all right folks please keep the magic alive every day of your lives we will see you next week on Two Men and the Mouse.
0: So there's a great big beautiful tomorrow Shining at the end of every day There's a great big beautiful tomorrow Just a
1: dream away If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors until the monorail stops completely and the doors open. If this concludes your visit, we hope you've had a wonderful time and will return home safely. Thank you for traveling with us.